I'm Josh Tull. I'm Brett Roberts. And I'm Stephen Heaven Street. Welcome to Hapticast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hapticast, episode 14. This is Haptic Intel's podcast where we talk about video games and other things that tickle our dills. I couldn't think of anything, so I'm going back to dills. Stephen said it's going to be recycled, and it is. So, GG. Welcome to the show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Again, I'm Josh Toll. I'm joined by my good friends, Burt Roberts over here, Brett Roberts, and Stephen Heavenstreet. Happy to be here. <laughs> I knew you were saying something, but you did say it. That's what you always said. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what? I, I didn't know what to say. Thanks Sorry, for having me. Happy to be here. That's his thing. Yeah. Um, so some housekeeping items here before we uh, take off into outer space, where Stephen is from the moon. It's an old meme. Anyone that doesn't know, Stephen's uncle, great uncle. Right, is right. Buzz that's Aldrin. Yep. Yeah. So, who's Buzz Aldrin? He's an astronaut. Second man to Second walk man. on the moon. Uh, Apollo 11. Mm-hmm. Summer of 1969. I was gonna say the month. It's either June or July. And Stephen was there himself. That's where he was conceived. Yeah, I'm the. That's where he's from. Oh, I was gonna. I was gonna spoil a very significant science fiction movie, but I don't think Brett saw. You didn't see what? 2001. No, no, he has not. Oh, I don't want to talk about it, but. For those out there who might know about 2001 and yeah. things that happen in space, it's now this doesn't this doesn't really make sense. But listen, 2001 I think is the the best film ever made. Like shot for shot, technically, musically, like everything. I just think it is one of the the best film ever made. It's not my favorite though. My yeah, favorite I think it's I think it's the most significant science fiction movie ever made. And I think it paved the way yeah. for things like Star Wars and oh, yeah. Blade Runner. Absolutely. As an example. But. Harrison Ford shills. It's just like, off the top of my head. I don't know. No. Alien as well. Indiana Jones That's, as well. I mean. Yeah. Well, the fourth one. Well, yeah. Aliens in that one. but Kingdom of the fucking Crystal Shill. A.K.A. <laughs> Steven Spielberg. <making> a <laughs> Who? <laughs> Steven Spielberg making a money-rubbing grab. And now they're making a fifth one. Hopefully it's good. If it's not, I'm off on myself. <laughs> um, so yeah, housekeeping items. Um, like we said the last couple weeks, um, we're going to be coming at you live during E3. Uh, we're going to be live streaming all the press conferences. Um, we have EA at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on June 12th, which is Sunday. Also on Sunday, Bethesda um, is at 10 p.m. that night. It's a little late for that one, but... Yeah. We're going to be coming to you live with that one, just like last year, because this was fucking slick. Um, and then on Monday, June 13th, we have Microsoft at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and Ubisoft at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, I don't know who's being a smelly little cunt, but EA or Ubisoft said that they weren't going to have a press conference, and now they are. Maybe they said they weren't going to be at, like, E3, and technically this isn't at E3. Yeah, maybe they, they said they're not going to have a Yeah, booth. I think that, because EA is like, it's the Sunday before. Yeah, so, so maybe we misinterpreted it. And I know Bethesda's having like their own fucking like thing after the conference. There's like some kind of like live event. It's not like a press conference. I think it's more of like a celebration type thing. And I believe EA is doing something called like EA Play or like something yeah, similar that. Yeah. to that. So I don't know what all this fucking shit is, but it's going to be there. Great. Just more games. Listen, I'm excited for EA and Ubisoft to be there. Those are always the most entertaining conferences. For Honestly, good or for good or for bad. Yeah, yeah. I think you have a point. They really are some of the most entertaining press conferences, and they have the best moments, especially when we do that. Let's pause. Let's just pause and take as long as the fucking time as we can, like that freaking the best soccer player in the world did last year on EA stage. What was his name? Let's take no. 
Was it Pele? That was, yeah, it was Pele. Yeah, that was my plant vs. Zombies. Oh my yeah. god, dude! <laughs> For those of you that, that haven't seen it, uh, go watch our, what is it, EA Ubisoft yeah. E3 2015 reaction video. Uh, nice mil- milms in there, nice memes. <laughs> put, an, put an annotation up right now or something so people... Mm. Right the time, so people can just click on it. It's a, yeah, it's a good one. You should watch it for real. Yeah, it's short and sweet. Yeah, short, sweet, and to the point. I was thinking about also say. making like, like a master compilation of all mm. the like the conferences reactions. And cutting out for E three yeah. this year. Oh, you mean for the stuff that happens this year? No, no, like well, yes, but I mean like of as last like, year, as like a preview, if you will. Like last year's. Yeah, like what no, to expect. Of course, and I, I I planned about doing that as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're gonna package it together with our announcement. Hmm. Yeah, our super secret special announcement. Yeah, we got we got plans, all right? Yeah, don't worry about it. Right. Someone's gonna die. Yeah. Anyway, what are you doing? Bleep that out. I already announced what I already said. I'm going on Facebook and stuff like that. Yeah, but not yet. Okay. With that. Yeah. Listen, dude. I wasn't even talking about that. I was actually talking about. Um, yeah, but you said it. I don't know. I meant when I. The secret surprises or the the packages. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. put like a e, like an e, uh, E3 promotional poster together all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like that, so that's what I. So the only conference I'm waiting for is Sony's confirmed yeah. PlayStation ex- thing. Yeah. I usually, usually Monday night. Yeah, I'm assuming it's probably gonna be somewhere. Uh, it's probably gonna be at like 6 p.m. or something that day. If I, like that's seven, usually six or seven, six or seven yeah, yeah. usually when they do it and then whatever Nintendo's doing yeah, they, they didn't say whether they're doing like a stream or an actual press that's conference. gonna be interesting because I think they're gonna reveal uh, the NX but um yeah me yeah. too we'll talk about this in our E3 prediction special which I'm, exci- yeah. I'm really excited for because yeah. I have a lot of good ideas that I think we're gonna see at E3 yeah uh, Microsoft last year didn't they go a little earlier than uh, 1230 wasn't it like 1030 you don't remember waking up early for that I do but I mean, early for us might have been that. Yeah, because right. we were up late the night before with Bethesda. Good point. No, I remember because we were like we had to go to bed early because we have a, we have a Microsoft conference in the morning. Yeah, I think. So I think it was earlier. Oh, we'll see. I don't mind. We're also I don't know if we wanted to. Um, and Steve, you're more than welcome to. Obviously, since we might be doing it right here on our brand new hashtag set. Um, we still want to do like a like a live sh- like not like the. Like the thing before it, like we're like start streaming a half hour mm. before the thing, but like do that live maybe have to cast show thing we we're talking about. We'll talk about it. Oh. I don't know if we, if you're interested in anything like that, leave it in the comments. Below. Yeah, like I don't know, if, I don't know if I'm down with doing the have to cast live because you know how many times we have to stop and yeah, but no, it'd be more like a like a talk show. Like, yeah, because we did that like and like in the morning. Yeah, we did that. Uh, <laughs> they don't even know what that is. We did that last year, kind of too. So. Is that only a Philly thing? Mike and Mike, I believe it is. I thought it was no, ESPN. That's ESPN. Yeah, it's ESPN. No, they, there's the that Mike and Philly Ike. Talk. There's oh, Mike and Ike. That's no, I said Mike and Mike. Talk no, radio. Not Mike and Ike. Oh. E3, going to be fun this year. Excited. And um, suck my ass. Yeah. Every week closer. Yeah. So let's... <laughs> no, it's, Go uh, on, I'm sorry. No, we got... What, what is it? It's uh, April 15th, so uh, is it three months? Two months? Yeah. It's soon. Two. Right? Don't worry about Two it. Two months. I can't talk <coughs> right now. Don't worry about it. soon. All right, let's start how we always do with talking about the games that we're playing. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. So. <laughs> okay. No, I was going to say, no, I'll go, go first because no, I have ahead. no update again. Really? Yeah, before you guys got here, I was debating on either catching up on Better Call Saul or, did. which I chose, over, spoilers, over playing Persona I'm 4. done, dude. You're done. I'm, you're dead to me. 
It was one of the two, and I just, I just picked. You made it. the wrong choice. I feel like I would have been, I wouldn't have come on. I would have been bitching, wanting to play more. Don't you? Yeah. I'll see you, dude. So fix my pants. But yeah, hopefully I can get back to that soon. I think maybe this weekend I will put some time to listen. Finish that first. It. Just finish the finish the first dungeon at least. Yeah. I'll see you. Better stop being a little bitch and just fucking. Yeah. Bring it on home. It's the best way to put it. Bring honestly. Ooh. Bring it on home. Um. Bring it on new. Myself, I've been playing uh, Dark Souls two. Uh, before I said that I would never play that game again, mm-hmm. I was fucking triggered by it. <laughs> and I don't know. Like I started off, I had some bad bad intel. The fucking try magic at first because apparently it was easier and I think it is eventually easier no it is but not for noobs of not for somebody yeah. who's never played a Dark Souls game before I played Bloodborne but I never played Dark Souls and they're vastly different play styles um but you made me fucking try like Sword and Shield Knight I think I am and I tried it a little bit like months ago and then I picked it up again last weekend yeah I think you were getting some Dark Souls 3 hype so you put in Dark Souls 2 and you were yeah and I just, I, like, woke up morning and I was like, you know what? Let me just hop back into Dark Souls 2 and try it out. And then our friend, uh, Souls expert, Sean Kimball, fucking went and oh. picked it up as well. Scholar of the First Sin on PS4. And, um, he hopped in and started playing it with me. And we've been playing a little bit every day. Pretty much doing, like, two, three bosses a day. Clearing areas. And I think it's the way Dark Souls is meant to be played with somebody else that you can get as frustrated with. Instead of at yourself. Not at the person, I mean, like, yeah, they're meant like together. Solidarity. Yeah. 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 Um, and, you know, we've been having a grand old time. It's also nice because he fucking knows the game, like, the fucking back of his dick. So it's just like, yeah, yeah. dude, you know this, this, and this. I was like, I would have never known that. I would have just fucking got Shrek to shit if you didn't tell me that. So, yeah. GG. Sean helped me on my playthrough of Dark Souls 2 as well. Yeah. Uh, but not playing with me. I wish he was playing with me, but he was just like, hey, man, you know, if you go over there, and I was just like, oh, okay. And, yeah. I, I like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. He actually asked me about um, picking it up. He said, with. The two of you and him, like, hey, if you, we could use like a magic slash healer. Mm. So, mm. if you were interested, and I said I might be, as I was saying, like with Persona and with other games, I have like a backlog. But yeah, we got Dark Souls three, which we're gonna probably be talking about very shortly. Um, yeah, and so I'd like to like play that, and I have a character in Dark Souls two. I beat the first boss. Yeah, fucking what level are you? I don't remember. It's, it's been probably, a while, I don't remember. It's probably not too far, but... No, um, I'm not... I beat the first boss, that's it. And then I got to the Pursuer and fucking got Shrek. Okay, I know where you're at. Yeah, dude! You were... There. Yeah, I tried to do yeah. the crossbow I fr- Yeah, I, I got that thing. Yeah. Definitely. Fucking... I had, um... I... I uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I saw someone's summoning sign, um, and I was like, no, fuck it, because I don't feel like dealing with this fucking piece of shit. And I brought it, and they came in, and the guy just kept, like, he went into, like, this wall that was, like, right in front of where the crossbow is. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, the Pursuer is this fucking piece of poop that follows you around, like, this big fucking hunk of a turd that follows around, rapes your asshole the whole fucking game. I don't know the whole game, but at least a lot in the beginning, and he keeps appearing. And there's this one area where it's, like, him as a boss, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um... So you go in, and there's, like, these two crossbows set up, and if you fucking shoot him, it takes two shots to kill him instead of, like, 40 million with your sword and shield or whatever. And anyway, the guy comes in my world, and he comes in the boss area with me, and he goes to this one wall in front of this one crossbow, and he just started rolling into the wall, and I don't know, I was like, oh, I guess he's just trying to, like, bring the guy over there, and the pursuer was going over there, and he just kept rolling into the wall, and rolling, and rolling, and rolling, and rolling. I was like, alright, this is gonna be easy. So I went to the crossbow, boom, boom, done. Yeah, because you get, you get souls for helping people out. So yeah. he was probably like, oh, I'm going to get yeah. some souls here. Yeah. You know? So that was fun. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I'm level 92. I've been playing a couple hours every day. Nice. Making some nice progress. It's fun. Yeah. I like blood better than Bloodborne. Wow. Hmm. Damn. I, I like at first I didn't because of how slow it was, but th- like the more I play, the more I pre- like I like that because mm-hmm. I like to take my time. Like it's not like Bloodborne where I'm saying like too much. Please kill me. I hate people that do that. I keep saying it though. But it's Bloodborne, it's just it's fast. And originally I liked that because it's just it's quick and it's I don't know. I liked it at first, but then as I keep playing this, it's slower and I, it's more methodical and I like it better. So and it's the definitive version on the game on next gen. Yeah. System, so it looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I like two hand weapons and having a shield. And then I played a little bit of Dark Souls 3 at your house, mm-hmm. and it's good. And it's Bloodborne, mm-hmm. it like takes a lot of the elements I like from Bloodborne and takes a lot of the cumbersome elements that I didn't like about Dark Souls 2 and it colon it, yeah, coalesces into this fucking I'm talk nice about game. I'm gonna talk about what I played, um, but it's, it's definitely a lot quicker than Dark Souls 2, but it's not as quick as Bloodborne. Some enemies are though, but yeah, uh, it's good. I like it. GG. You done? Yeah, go on. Uh, this week I picked up uh, Dark Souls three. I picked up Ratchet and Clank, uh, and I was kind of playing a little bit of Dark Souls two and Dark Souls one as well, trying to you know prep for Dark Souls three. So, like I said, I wanted to mention a couple of things about Dark Souls three. Uh, you were saying how they took away some of the things that made Dark Souls two unenjoyable for you, mm-hmm. and you know. What they did was they got rid of the, what's the system called? Hollow. The hollow system. So when you die in Dark Souls 2, you come back as a hollow or like a zombie, and your health bar would be permanently decreased a little bit. And then every time you died from there on out, your health bar would go down, 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 down. And Josh made a good point. He said it punishes new players. Um, And it does. And the only way to get your health back up to where it's supposed to be is by using a um, human effigy. So Dark Souls 3, to, to fix this, they got rid of that whole system, and now your health never actually goes down. Um, when you beat a boss or uh, when you start the game no it's when you beat the first boss I think you get it for the first time yeah. you get ember and uh, it basically increases your health bar by a lot mm-hmm. like a lot mm-hmm. um, and if you die your health goes back to its normal level and if you die from there on out it doesn't keep going down it just stays at its normal level so instead of it being like you have your health at normal level. When you die, it goes down, 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 down. It's you have your health at normal level all the time until you beat a boss or you use an ember item, and then it goes up until you die, and then it goes back to normal. Uh, so it, it it's That's less cool. challenging, and it, it's more open. Um, the whole game seems, like, new player friendly. Did you get that vibe? Yeah, it's definitely... it's There's, like, not all this cumbersome shit, like, with figuring out, like, with stuff like Majul and stuff like that. Like, it's just there. Yeah. Like, it's just, okay... Here you go. Yeah, spoilers. It's uh, Firelink from the first game. Mm. It's pretty much what Dan oh. deemed it as. It, I don't know if you got... I, I played the first game. I think I got the Firelink. Okay. It is... I heard it's like similar in it that is. respect. But he was saying, and I'm only going off what my brother Dan talked about it, that it's not... None of it's like the first game where everything links together. It's like you kind of... You go off on these paths, but it's not like this path will lead back to this one somehow through this other yeah. world. Yeah. Like the first one was like that, and it's that's why everyone liked it. Bloodborne's so like that too. Like yeah. everything's connected. Yeah, it's more similar. There's um, some like mind blowing moments like that in Bloodborne, where yeah. you're like so far into the game, and then you go back and you're in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like that actually happened in Salt and Sanctuary a lot too. I mean. I love that kind of stuff. But I understand what your brother meant because in Dark Souls 3, so far anyway, it's like to get to the, the first area after you get to the uh, Majula-esque place, if you will, like the hub, um, 
the first place you go after that, you actually have to teleport there. You can't get there mm-hmm. by where you are. And then the second area after that, or the third area of the game, you have to, like, you like hold something in the air, and these creatures come and grab you and, like, take you to the next area. So you yeah. can't, like, con- it doesn't, you're, he's right, it doesn't connect. You actually have to, like, use other means to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, like I was saying, they just made the game really easy for, for new players. It came with, like a, like, a little guide. You got that, too, right? The little Prima guide. Might have, yeah. It's like in the case. Um, it's like a it's a quick start guide, kind of like uh, the Witcher had. It gives a little bit of explanation. Oh, Witcher! Yeah, it gives a little explanation of all the the movements and stuff like that, and the weapons and the systems that the game has. And then even like the start menu, everything's more like. Yeah. You know, like they they kind of took away all the clutter and like put it all. Yeah. Made it easier. Streamlined. Yeah, weapon uh, weapon upgrading is a lot easier now. Armor upgrading is gone. They brought an FP meter back, two Estus flasks, one heals your FP, one, you know. And if you want, if you don't use your FP at all, instead of putting a blue Estus flask, you can get rid of it and have all orange, which heals you. So like, there's oh, a lot of cool. Yeah, there's a lot of cool things that they really let you do, and I'm enjoying it a lot. Uh, I think it's, right now I'm liking it more than Bloodborne. Josh, you were watching me play it for like two hours last night. Yeah, I watched you be- A couple bosses that were fucking intense. There's some Bloodborne-esque boss. All the bosses are more, like, from Bloodborne. Like, they have, like, different stages and a lot of... Yeah, that's... I knew that was definitely something they adapted. Yeah, whereas, like, in Dark Souls 2, it's just big guys with, like, a sword or fucking Medusa or fucking Jabba the Hutt. I want to talk about a boss in the first game, but I don't know if I'd want to say it. Just kind of... Oh, it's... I forget the thing's name, but it's a big fucking wolf with a sword. It's a Mm. giant wolf with a sword, and it's speculated that he was, like, Artorius's... Mm. Pet, which Artorius is like a DLC boss from yeah, the first him. game, mm. and I like we watched Dan try to beat him and just couldn't. Like he was on New Game Plus in the DLC, and Artorius like is just a fucking bitch because like his one arm I'm pretty sure is like gone, mm. so he bleeds like poison, and like it just like halfway through like he just goes OG and just starts like seeping it out, and mm. it was fucking ridiculous. But yeah, mm. this really big wolf boss I forget the name, but. It's a cool boss. But I don't want to give like whenever you get to spoilers it. since the game is so new. But the bosses are slick. Yeah, I'm I'm just having a lot of fun with it. It's a lot faster, like you were saying. Um, if I had to choose, I'd say I like Dark Souls three so far more than Bloodborne. And then um, the order would go for me anyway. It would go Dark Souls three, Bloodborne, Dark Souls two. Um, I haven't played enough of one yet, and I've played a little bit of Demon Souls. And just for the fact that Demon Souls is the first entry, uh, it's a little clunky. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there, there's always that. So Demon Souls is good. No, don't get me wrong. It's not not necessarily because it's at the end of my list is it the worst. Mm-hmm. I might even like it more than Dark Souls One so far. I don't know. Dark Souls One had a good narrative right in the beginning, kind of like Dark Souls Three does. Like you know yeah. the, the cutscene right in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't want to get too much into it, but I'll just say that I like Dark Souls Three better than I like Bloodborne, and I like Bloodborne better than I like Dark Souls Two. I think. I mean, I have I have only played maybe like an hour or so, but I think I'm still gonna like Dark Souls Two better. Mm-hmm. Like when push comes to shove, because, and I explained this to you, the thing that really got me about Bloodborne is, and it's it's a great thing, it's so detailed, and, like, all the areas have, like, a lot of stuff in it, and there's a lot of mm-hmm. stuff to explore, oh, I know but there's so, and I don't know if it's because I'm colorblind or what, but there's so much on the screen that sometimes, like, it hurts my eyes to, like, try to focus on it, because, like, everything kind of, like, blends together, and I really have yeah. to focus to see the detail, yeah. and it's the same way with the areas in Dark Souls 3. It's like, I can't, I don't, fucking see where everything is whereas the reason i like dark souls 2 so much is everything's like plain which is not a knock on the game like that's what they were going for and that's what you're giving it as a compliment yeah you know what i mean like that's the Mm -hmm. setting that it is way more medieval it's cleaner yeah and i just i like that because i can see everything everything's like 
There's no shit everywhere. I don't mean this as a negative, but Dark Souls 3 is muddy. And that's just how the world is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Bloodborne, it was muddy and dark because yeah. that's the world it was in. Dark Souls 3 looks a lot like Bloodborne's world, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, it's just it's Bloodborne's world with the lights on. Yeah. You know? It really is. Yeah. Like, that's what it is. Um, I don't want to talk about it too much because I don't want to shill it out. But you should go check it out if you're a, fan, a Souls fan. Go play it. And then Ratchet & Clank, I played it for about uh, you know 30 minutes maybe, right? Yeah. It's fun. It's good, good looking. You played uh, up till they meet each other. Yeah, Ratchet and Clank met. That's where I got to. Um, the story's cool, funny, lots of moments that made me keck, if you will. Mm-hmm. By the way, I, I had a presenter in class. This is completely irrelevant. I had a presenter the other day come to my class, and he was talking about uh, how he makes murals in Philadelphia with students, like, you know, Philadelphia students, so a lot of African American and uh, mm-hmm. Asian students. And uh, they got to go to this center. I think it was in Washington, D.C., and, like, meet all these, like, top scientists because the project they were doing had to do with top scientists. Men. And the fucking center that they were at presenting was called the Keck Center, and I fucking laughed so <laughs> hard. Kecked. I kecked out loud. I was like, <laughs> and <laughs> I was like, I wish, like, you guys were there because yeah. it would have been a funny thing. But, yeah, the Keck Center. The Keck Center. The Keck Center. But, yeah, uh, Ratchet and Clank is good. Yeah, I'd like to buy that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like I might get it. I might, might get it before the Prime discount wears off. Yeah, it's only twenty eight dollars, twenty seven dollars with Prime. Damn. Okay. I need to get. All right. It. I'm sorry. I think it's thirty one. Thirty one. Thirty something. Yeah. Yeah. Or say if it was under thirty, I would have done. I would have done it right fault. now. It's worth it. I, I didn't do twenty percent right. Yeah, I won, and I didn't play any. So. I didn't play any other. I, well, I'll, I'll take that back. I played one on the PS3 where you had the red whip, and it was like electric, and it was yeah. like, you know, yeah. that was good though. Good game. And Ratchet and Clank for PS4 is pretty good, getting really good reviews, yeah. as yeah. is Dark Souls 3. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a nice month. It yeah. is. It's a big month. Yeah. But I think, uh, I'm, like, there's a lot of games out right now that I want, but, like, I don't feel, that Dark Souls 2 fucking came into my life, and just, like, I don't feel the need to buy anything else right now until mm-hmm. I beat that game. Like, I really want Dark Souls 3, but I want to beat Dark Souls 2 first. Yeah. That's a solid <clears> approach. <throat> yeah. I have, as opposed to me, I have a backlog the size of <laughs> fucking great... Ch- Wall of China, dude. Oh yeah. my God. You really do. Have them. Yeah. You really do. Yeah. And I like I bought a lot of games unnecessarily. Like on my 3DS, I've like Etrian Odyssey games because they were like ten dollars, and I'm like, this is like a JRPG. Like if I ever get to it, like mm-hmm. I have it here. Mm-hmm. And it was like ten dollars. And like you had that. Yeah. Hmm. Dude, well, Atlas has digital sales all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking it's of fucking ridiculous, they just announced what's a new that, game. Yeah, what's that name? Like? Shimigami Tensei Four. Um, oh yeah, they announced for localization. Yeah, what yeah. Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It looks pretty cool. Yeah, it's called The End in Japan, I think. Okay. Listen, I still want a Wii U for uh, Shimigami Tensei Crossfire Emblem. I heard it's alright. I don't care. I want it. It, it bombed sales wise in Japan, which is I don't unfortunate. Care how bad I, I want to sell it. I want it. It's cute. I wanted to mention one thing, by the way, before we get off of the games we're playing. Uh, I played Doom's beta. The open beta. Oh yeah, cool. I liked it. A lot. Uh, Josh didn't like it, but it's... I don't like Halo. Don't get me wrong. I hate Halo. Like, I'm not a big Halo guy at all. Um, and the multiplayer was unlike anything I've played in a long time in terms of, uh, you know, FPSs. It felt fun. Like, it was like a fun arena shooter. Like, it's, that's exactly what it is. And I found a class that had the assault rifle and a shotgun. And it was just fucking awesome. And you know the moments in the, the E3 teaser for Doom where... He would just grab people and like smash yeah. his knees on yeah. them and stuff like that. Like you do that online. Like if you yeah, hurt an cool. enemy enough and you melee them to kill them, you like will fuck them up. Mm-hmm. And like the one I like sw- like kicked his legs out from underneath him and he like flew forward and I grabbed his head <laughs> and smashed it on the ground. Dude, it was fun. Like it was really cool. Uh, I played two or three matches. I lost like one of them and won two of them. But the demon thing I wanted to talk about. You become a demon. Um, and you were mentioning how you didn't like that because it's like 
Star Wars Battlefront. It's like a power up, like a Battlefront. Yeah, and I, I didn't like that it's, at all. It's in different, but it's um, power up. Yeah, I just liked how it's timed, and it's like you can only use it for a certain amount of time, and you just fucking go on kill streaks, and it's insane. Like I was just having so much fun as this fucking big fucking. Not even that big, actually. He has like the big things on his shoulders. You know what I'm talking about? Like the the demon dude. Mm-hmm. But like his fucking weapons are OP and big and destructive, and it was just fun. I had a lot of fun with it. I know you said you didn't have a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Uh, too much Halo for me. Uh, I know you say it feels completely different, but to me it feels completely like Halo. No, uh, it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't not, I don't disagree. I old or new Halo? I guess old because you guys didn't play new ones. Old. old which have become more... Cognizant. Not old Halo. More. It's like Quake. You ever play Quake? Yeah. Oh, it's you're right, hit, you're right. so it I makes mean, sense. Yeah. Um, but the reason... I, listen, I'm still excited for Doom because I want to play the single player. I don't yeah, give of a course. fuck about the multiplayer. I don't care. And the map option for people that oh, are yeah. at the snap, creation and snap stuff. map. Yeah. No, I think that uh, I'm glad that I enjoy the oh, multiplayer. Snap. I think I'm glad that I enjoyed the multiplayer because then I have something else to do besides the story and I'm getting more out of Doom, you know? Yeah, no, I feel you. Um, the reason I'm excited for snap map is because, I don't know if you remember, I don't know if I played with you. I don't think because you played, I don't think I played with you because you don't think you played Halo. But way back in the day, like, I was in mid- middle school. Halo 3. Here we go. Halo 3. Fucking Forge. Mm. I played Forge. Listen, dude, I was a little fucking piece of shit, alright? Mm-hmm. I'd fucking make I these... played that a lot, too. Listen, that's the only reason I played Halo. I, Honestly, I, same. And I made these fucking, like, you know, like, the fucking trial maps that they would make where you mm-hmm. have to, like, jump to yeah. thing to thing to thing on, like, the... Fl- dude, I'd make that. They'd be fucking hard as fuck, dude. I'm a little fucking cuck, alright? And I had competitions between my friends that I had back then, this fucking group of shills, if you would call them that. I know, I know who they are. Um, and, okay. yeah, and... Listen, it was awesome, I, at the time, I don't remember anything like Forge Mode. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I did, that's, one day I remember coming home from school for, like, weeks on end, like, just spending hours just building these fucking ridiculous things, I could never do them. Alright, Super Mario Maker, whatever you say. Pretty much what it was. Whatever you say, dude. Alright, you know, fuck Now, Forge was good. No, alright, listen... All right. All right. Listen, guys. Mario is a really overrated series. Every game is the same. But Mario Maker is good. I was kidding. Mario is fucking awesome, and I love Mario Maker. Just saying. I just don't want anyone to think that's my real opinion. I'm no, I mean, if you have that opinion, it's just... You're wrong. fucking off yourself. Yeah, so. I agree. Okay, moving on to our first topic. You're probably someone that just dislikes people's videos on YouTube because you think it's someone else, and, you know. No, you're right, dude. You're probably absolutely 100% correct. Um, but yeah, our first topic, and Brett and I had a nice conversation about this last night before we filmed, and I wish yeah. we had saved it for the podcast, but... Yeah, we kind of we'll, just vented we'll, to each other a little bit. Yeah, we'll give you the uh, shield down, if you will. Yeah. Mirzan's Catalyst, okay, has a closed beta starting on April 22nd. It's already closed, so if you didn't sign up, like, the sign-up's already closed. If you didn't sign up, you're shilled. Really? Um, yeah. And it will include both solo and multiplayer content. So, um, including several main missions, side missions, optional content, and the game's asynchronous multiplayer options called Social Play, the beta will run for five days on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, like I said, registration for the beta has already closed, but those who signed up are successfully chosen and those who are signed up and who are successfully chosen and signed up to EA's newsletter will receive codes via email on April 22nd. Those who are successful but did not sign up for the newsletter will receive them on April 23rd. And um, we have some new info. I think this comes by way of an IGN article. Um, yeah. That uh, it, it it's not an open world game, like people were speculating. 
there's kind of like a central hub or like an overworld, mm-hmm. if you will, and then it well, fans out from there. Let me mention where we're getting this information from. I actually found the article, and I don't want I don't want you to if it's wrong, I don't want you to take the blame for it. Uh, the article was an opinion piece on how the game is an open world, but it doesn't matter, and you shouldn't care that it's not open world. So if that's incorrect and it comes up that the game's an open world, I'm sorry. That's just what I read on IGN. Yeah. Um, well, that's the way they described it. Yeah, and, and we couldn't. I didn't find anything else on it. And my argument about what we're going to talk about the game, it's based around the game not being open world. So if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. Just wanted to mention that. Yeah. Um, but it's the gameplay. Like the base gameplay looks the same. I'm going to let you go and explain your gripes with it first. Yeah. Because it's going to make what I have to say easier. All right. So Mirror's Edge Catalyst, it's a game. It's a prequel to Mirror's Edge. Um, Mirror's Edge is a game that I picked up for like $30 one day at GameStop. I bought that. Oh, here we go. You're bringing a whole story into it. No, I'm going to. I bought Mirror's Edge, EA. Um, I pretty much went on an e- EA is Mirror's Edge, right? Yeah. Yeah. I went on an EA shill fest, if you will. <laughs> I bought three EA games. Was Skate made by EA? Yeah. Yeah. I bought Skate where's 2. Where's Skate 4? Hashtag where's Skate 4? The Five. company closes down. Yeah, I know. So I bought EA Sports, uh, MMA, UFC, MMA, uh, tw- 2009, which was kind of fairly oldish new. It was like 2010 maybe that this, this event happened. I bought um, Mirror's Edge and I got Skate 2. And it was like a buy two, get one free deal at GameStop. Which is crazy because they don't fucking do that anymore. Anything close to that, good deals anyway. Rip. They're a bad company. Yeah, I agree. Um, I got them, and I bought Mirror's Edge on a whim, and I fucking loved it. It's good. What's that? Mirror's Edge was the game I, I enjoyed the most out of all of them, and I didn't even expect to enjoy it. It's a good linear uh, experience. It's fun. It's parkour. Uh, the, it's a beautiful world. Everything's white, and then the details are red, and that's how you know where to go. Mm-hmm. This is my gripe with Mirror's Edge Catalyst. Catalyst is a prequel to Mirror's Edge, right? First of all, that's a turnoff right there to me because... <laughs> what the fuck was that? It's called chair. a chair, my man. It's not like an ass. Anyway, so Mirror's Edge Catalyst is a prequel. I that just turns me off right away. It should have been a sequel. I don't care about Faith, what she did before the game, and if they were going to do that, they should have told that story in Mirror's Edge 1. I don't like that it's a prequel. Kill me. Should have missed sequel. My biggest gripe, though, is the gameplay that they released in the trailer for the beta. It was that's what it was, right? It starts off really cinematic, like really cinematic. And the first game wasn't really cinematic at all. And it's like, okay, that's fine. They're going for a more cinematic game. That's great. That's what games are now, right? They're not these linear experiences where you know you just follow one path to the end and that's it. It's open world, you know big games with narratives and they look yeah. good and they're fun and they're you know they tell a story except this game's not open world it's linear and i'm not saying there's anything wrong with linear storytelling beautiful games the last of us is a perfect example right yeah but the gameplay for the last of us gets repetitive and it's bad i think that mirror's edge catalyst is trying to do too much with something with this franchise with this ip they're trying to take too much from the original and trying to make it something that it's not and that's why I don't like it. Yeah. So last night we had a very nice discussion. It was heated. It was. Listen, we always get heated you weren't, discussions. You weren't understanding my point. I wasn't. At first I, I fucking, I thought he was a fucking big piece of poop. 
And I understand. I understand what you're saying. now. I I do understand. Okay. But my whole thing is is I disagree with your opinion completely. And did you ever play Mirror's Edge? Did you beat it? I only played it very briefly. Mm. So okay. It's fine. Same. No, it's fine. You're allowed to have your opinion. Um, Just wanted to make that note. Um, and do you know about the giant rat Easter egg in Mirror's Edge One? Mm-hmm. Just making that note. Go ahead. So, dude, sorry, I'm a fucking normie. Um, I don't think there's a problem with it having a narrative. I think no, there's not a problem with that. That's not my problem. I don't mind if it has a narrative. I know. I'm just giving my opinion. Oh, I thought you were. You you said you don't agree, and you were giving your opinion. I thought you were like debating it, and you were like saying, "I like, I think it looks good," and then this is why you're wrong, kind of thing. I'm not there yet. Um, I don't think there's a problem with it being a narrative. Um, I think the gameplay, look, it's looks the same to me, at least. What? Doesn't quite look the same to me. Well, it's different. I think. This is the one of the slow parts I know, like you said, where you have to like balance across the fucking shit, and it's about going fast and <laughs> Sonic and all. <laughs> to that be shit. fair, there are some moments like that in the first game, okay. but I think that that was one of the flaws of the first game that they should have included in the in the next mm-hmm. installment. So my point is, like in Sonic the Hedgehog games, you'd be going fast, and they put an obstacle on your path to make to stop you, and that was one of the flaws in the original Sonic games too. Um, the game's about going fast and like you know progressing and parkour. Mm-hmm. And then they have this part where you have to like slowly walk across this balance beam, and that that triggered me a little bit, quite frankly. Um, but yeah, like I don't mind the fact that it's cinematic and that it has this story to it. I just don't like how there was a part where combat is more heavily focused now. We saw that in the in the gameplay. Yeah, and there's, there's a part... no guns anymore, right? No, there's no guns. You sure? Yeah, there's no guns. Okay. Well, um, like, none that you can use. Yeah, so she like attacks an enemy, and all of a sudden you're like fighting it in first person, and, and it goes, goes into third person, and it's like the cinematic of you fighting. And I was like, why? Why is that a thing? You don't it even... didn't always do that. It didn't. Fair. It did it the one, the one or two times we saw it. Yeah. Here's my problem with that. In the first game, I think this might even be why I don't like it so much. In the first game, you don't really see Faith too much. And when you do, it's like slick because it's like she's looking at like a reflection of something and you see her face and it's like, oh shit, like that's what she looks like. You know what I mean? Not that there's anything wrong with like knowing what she looks like or anything like that. I just think that that was a slick moment where you don't know what, who you're playing as really and then you see her in this reflection. And now not only are we seeing her in these cutscenes, but then you're fighting and all of a sudden it goes to third person. It's kind of jarring and it's like, whoa, what the hell? And she's like doing this combo on this dude and like flips him around and shit. I don't know. There's just something about it that just seems off to me, and it's like they're trying to make it into something it's not, mm-hmm. is what I, I guess it... I, what you're saying is that the original game and the style of gameplay that you're looking for, you can only get from a smaller, shorter experience and not this long, yeah. cinematic, story-driven game where if you're going to have this type of gameplay, you feel like it's going to be too much of it at one time and exactly. it's going to be it's going to eventually get boring exactly and Catalyst is not only we, we mentioned this it's linear so at least right. to an extent so that being said I, I think I brought this up last at night at least as far as we know yeah and I brought this up last night it's not like Mirror's Edge where it was a short game being linear it's this long right. narrative game now that's not going to be five hours long right. and since it's not a world if you look at the reverse of that, you look at something like Dying Light, where it is open world and there is that parkour, but it's okay because you don't have to do it all the time and it's open world. And there's these, you know exactly, I mean? exactly. So I understand what you're saying. I just think it's too long. I understand. It's going to make it too long of a game for the style of game it is if it's linear. I understand. But what I'm saying is I don't think you're going to have 
these super long sequences where you have to run the whole time. I think you're going to see like what you saw in that 12 minutes of gameplay where she's maybe running for five or six minutes of it to accomplish these but then what? objectives. I think that... The, I think that the story is going to be shallow, shallow, shallow as fuck. And the more that I thought about this, and last night, when we were, you know, afterwards, and this morning, I was thinking about it. And I think you're right to an extent. I still, like, I, I feel like a lot of people are going to get triggered at your point and shit down your throat. Good. You know, I think I mean? if like, you do, like I was. I think if you do, you're fake and you're not looking at it the way you should. Like, like I was. But I think they're selling out with it. I don't think the game is going to be good. And I think they can fucking add all these bells and whistles to it. And you might think it's going to look good. And I don't think it's going to actually be good. Because I think the narrative is going to be poopy doo doo. And I think that because the fucking in the beginning or whatever. Or like after she escapes the prison or whatever in the mm -hmm. beginning. The fucking the dialogue and the whole premise. <clears throat> reminds me of Watch Dogs. I just think that this kind of game. It should have been Mirror's Edge. It shouldn't have been a prequel. They, sh they should have made Mirror's Edge 2. Should have been a small $40 game that you could download from PSN. If you want to get a disc, they made small copies of it being a disc. And this is this is how I envisioned it coming out. It would come out, people would play it, it'd be like this solid 10-hour experience, maybe some more more cutscenes than before, but it would be more of the same. Mm -hmm. Just new level like take it to a new level. Like the 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 scenery and the the par the parkour take it to a new level somehow right introduce something something new instead of introducing this story cinematic experience that you're getting in Catalyst right it's really hard for me to explain what I'm saying I, I just feel like this is what I think EA stuck their fucking paws in the franchise too much is what I'm saying and I think that they didn't have faith in the original Mirror's Edge faith they didn't have faith in the original Mirror's Edge and it didn't it sold okay. And then there were remember at E three she was like we like know yeah she was like we know everyone really liked it and they wanted a sequel it just didn't sell too well blah 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 yeah that's the thing like I feel like this game would have been that like that game franchise where like they're like we're making a sequel and it's going to be a smaller sequel yeah. and well do you think they're thinking maybe they're worried about it not selling well again but they realize that there's interest for it so that's why they're doing a prequel yep. as to not like yeah. fuck up yep. yeah yeah I, I, this is I think this game is very similar to Bayonetta 2 in that it's purely fan service. Mm. And they don't want to they don't want to write like continuation because I don't think if this doesn't sell they're not going to make another Mirror's Edge anyway. Yeah. I think you're right. That's what I think. I think you're right. So that's why maybe the story is kind of half-assed in your opinion because like yeah. Why do we why would we put so much capital in this game we won't get a return yeah. for it, you know? Yeah. But that's the thing though they would now so why wouldn't they put all of their fucking eggs into a basket instead of just fucking cracking one open into a frying pan? Maybe it's too late now. Because it's coming out soon. Sense. I think to like boil down my point, what it really is, I think I'm mad that... I'm like that guy who has that favorite band who's like really indie, and then all of a sudden they go mainstream, and they like make a pop album instead of a metal album. You know what I mean? It's like they're hardcore metal, and then next thing you know, they're on the radio, and they're playing Backstreet Boys in sync pop music, and you're like, what happened to you? And it's like, you got industrialized. You got... The, the, the company's got to you and I think that's what it is with Mirror's Edge is like Mirror's Edge was this game I feel like it was an indie game even though it was developed by uh, EA or whatever who was the company that made Mirror's Edge it was um ooh wee I, I don't want to say Dice ooh wee I thought ooh. Dice at first but I don't yeah. think that's right either maybe it, I think it is Dice maybe it is I think it is Dice I really don't remember regardless ooh, I feel I like I think you're right I think it was just like a smaller game that I, I like that. It was like the smaller game, the smaller humble experience. And now it's this big thing because EA was like, we can make money off of this. Shills, 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 shmecks, give me them, please. And seeing it in the spotlight like triggers me. 
and that could just be me being a, like an idiot. Like I could just be being a, uh, yeah. you know, you pretentious know, Brett, fat idiot. The more I think about it, dice. fuck, I don't disagree with you. I agree with you one hundred percent. Good. All right. All right. It All right. is dice on both sorry, both fuck. fronts. Both games are dice. Right, but now look at dice and yeah. what they are now. I mean, compared to back then, it's they awesome. were doing Battlefront uh, Bad Company, which was fucking Battlefront awesome. Battlefront Bad Game. No, I'm kidding. Or Battlefield, Battlefield Bad Field Company. Game. Yeah. And now they're doing Battlefront, which is this also commercialized version of a shell of what what it yeah. used to be. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So listen, I'm sorry I was being a cuck no, last night, but fine. the more I think about it, the more I agree with you. Okay. And you don't have to agree, you guys watching, but. What is the whole point? Well, I just offered. First of all, when you were in multiplayer, I was like, "Yeah, I mean, I of course there's multiplayer." Well, Dad, I, I, is it like time trial maps? Like what? It that, says that was. It says asynchronous yeah. multiplayer. I don't know what that word means. Is that uh, evolve? Like, what's the as- term with evolve? I thought that was asymmetric. Listen, well, dude, these terms are fucking stupid. Well, think dude. about this. Symmetrical is when things are like the same. Yeah, right? when it's even. Asymmetrical is when it's not. So asynchronous is not synchronous. So yeah. ma- maybe that means it is time trials. It's not you're not playing at the same time. Maybe it's someone does a trial and someone else does a trial and it just. Sweet, you need a beta for that. But I guess just oh, it's all server testing. It's but... just how ignorant we are to the idea. We don't care. Yeah. All right. Anything else on fucking Shilfest Catalyst? I just um, I wish it was. I hope it's good. I wish it was what I wanted. It's not. I'm not gonna get it. Um, it should have been a smaller game. It should have been a smaller title, uh, especially if it was a prequel. It should have been a downloadable game, in my opinion, and it should have been forty dollars. And it should have been not as big, and it shouldn't have been as. I'm sure we'll see game. plenty of it at E3. Unfortunately, what's it coming out? I think no really state. As far as I, I thought, know. it was next month or August. No, because all uh, right. So I'm trying to remember. There were three games in February, and two of them. Two or all three got delayed. There was Deus Ex, which got delayed to like the summertime. Till never. This game was not coming out. Um, there was Mirror's Edge, and there was. Fuck, I don't remember. I don't remember, mate. Oh, there's there's a third game coming out in February. Dark Souls. Was it Battleborn? Yeah, that was what's coming out. May twenty fourth is the release date. Yeah, on yeah it'll be out already. Yeah, we won't see it at E three. We'll get DLC missions. All right, let's move on because I'm triggered. All right, well, like I said, you don't have to agree with me. Uh, I just think that leave your thoughts in the comments, though. Yeah, seriously, like yeah, fuck us up, dude. I don't mind if you leave your comments. You can t- completely disagree with me as long as you're not rude. I mean, I'll, I'll I'll talk to you about it. I'll debate you if you will. Debate me. Hashtag debate. Speaking of debates, well, it's gonna be a long time from this video goes up, but the fucking Bernie Shillery debate. Bernie was not on his game last night. He, he missed. He was. He, fumbled, he was. Wait, really the beginning. The he beginning. By the way, we we support Bernie Sanders for president. That's why this is what we're talking about right now. Uh, yeah. Thought, I thought we should clarify that. Mm-hmm. You but, can debate that too. With that, that means I'm getting. I'm getting in the mud fight then if that mm-hmm. happens. So. If you support Hillary uh, Clinton or Donald Trump. Please comment down below. And let us know, and Stephen will debate you. Listen, you can support whoever you want. That's why we live in a democracy. But if you support Hillary Clinton, um, I. Let's put it this way, dude. I'd rather see Donald Trump in the White House than Hillary Clinton. You know why? It's unpopular. Because at that point, week. fuck it. <laughs> Let's go to fucking nuclear war with everyone. I don't give a fuck. Kill me. All right, boys. What's the next topic? Gears of War 4 has dropped their first trailer. And we got a release month. All right. So Gears of War 4 releases in October, but its multiplayer beta begins on April 18th. Uh, that will be before this video comes out. Yeah. 
Um, it's an Xbox One exclusive, obviously. Um, it will include in-game purchases as cosmetic <laughs> items only. Players will collect cards that offer character customization and have no effect on gameplay. Um, so let's get the fucking the uh, microtransaction shit out of the way before we talk about the trailer. Uh, cosmetic ones don't bother me. I, I'm in that same boat as well. How do you feel? They lead to bigger and better things, or better and or bigger right. and worse things, You're if you will. Right. Destiny. It's going to be like where look at where uh, Black Ops Three is now, where it just started with like little things, and now it's a fucking microtransaction shill city the game. You know, there's something about that I want to talk to you about. We haven't talked about it on the podcast, and it's because we kind of are from the outside looking in a little bit with uh, Black Ops Three. We're not hardcore Black Ops Three players. There's some shit going on with that. So. The DLC, you know how they're like, they just put out like a DLC pack and there's a yeah, new one coming out? The, yeah, the second one. The uh, By the way, I really want to play Day Eyes on Rock, the first. The zombies. The zombie match. Yeah, no, I would like to. The new one looks well. like Shino Numa. I know, I, know I, I saw that. It looks like Shino Numa. It looks I good. I know you're not a zombies vet. But. I don't know what any of these words mean, so but go on. Uh, but I, I, there's some things going on. So in multiplayer, you get the maps, obviously. And mm-hmm. they, you remember how they would give weapons sometimes? Like yeah. The, in the yeah, updates yeah, yeah, or whatever? Yeah. You fucking. You don't get them. You have to, like, get the, the drops. Like, you have to, like, go and buy the crates. Like, and, like the crypto keys? Yeah, you have to actually, like, roll for the items that come out with the updates in the DLC. And it's, like, some dude spent, like, 40 bucks on keys or whatever and didn't get the items, and he was, like, triggered. That's so, a, the wind, you reap the whirlwind. It's a big controversy right now. It's a big deal. Listen, there was always the rumor that they were going to offer, like, a Call of Duty subscription. Mm. If you buy that, then... You are a de- by definition a shill. In I my did. Opinion. Like like point. the battlefield, but, but no, like it's a like thing. I I thought it was rumored to like Pro? play online. Oh. You would do that. No, I, if they did that, what I was you would literally to, be a shill. I was referring to Call of Duty Elite, which was a service where you paid for it and then you would get um, all the DLC items early. Is that even a thing anymore? No. Anyway, it sounds like a we were we matters. were elite. We were fucking elite founders, dude. Yeah. My elite. Call of Duty, okay. Sorry. Elite Founders Club. No, we got little fucking... We got little, like, emblems for the game. I have a critical issue on my laptop. What does that say? Engage support. Just hit remind me later. If you don't mind. Nice. Or don't remind me again. Remind me later. It's a critical sure. issue. Okay. So just hit remind me later. If it's critical, I want to take care of it. Yeah. I'm sure Josh's laptop's going to stop recording audio. Just hit yes. I don't care what it says. Oh, okay. Um, Let's get back to Gears of War. Uh, yeah, yeah, but so the trailer, you lost the trailer, right? I did. Yeah. Hello Darkness, My Old Friend. First of all, that song was a perfect choice. Yeah, the and it was cover. the, it was either Gears 2 or Gears 3, it sounded like the same singer. Of this, There was a trailer song for either Gears 2 or Gears well, 3. Gears that, 1 was obviously that, Gary Jewell's Mad World. Yeah. Yeah, everyone knows about that. Well, this was a um, bitch ass song. Yeah. This was disturbed. What's his face from disturbed? Called right? Tears of War. Yeah, it's disturbed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, it's, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's it sounds very much like I don't, I don't remember the song, but it's just it sounds like it's not Eddie Vedder. Maybe it is. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, it was, it was good. good. It was a good trailer. It, it looks it, dark. It, you get a good atmosphere. <clears throat> yeah, we have. Yeah. Um, listen, 
I don't know anything about Gears of War. Same. Shit down my throat. <clears> throat> but I know who the character, like I, I know who, who what the characters look like because I had friends that played Gears of War. Mm-hmm. So it looked like the characters like retired and they're with their family. And then yeah, something so you, happens. You play, and as Mar- new, you play as Marcus's son. Yeah, and then this oh, new guy comes yeah. in and something happens. It just looks slick. So I'm sure if you're a fucking if you're a Gears fan, you were sucking it the fuck off. It and was I, just a good trailer. In general. And I, I would actually. Consider myself somewhat of a Gears fan. I played all three on 360. Oh, you don't have a bone yet, but... I might... I, I wouldn't get one for this one game, but by then it'll be piled up of like all these games that mm. I want to play yeah. on my yeah. PC. So. But it was just a good trailer. And, I agree. Hello, yeah. Darkness, my old friend. It's coming out in October, <laughs> so... Uh, and I dig the... It's like... all takes place in one night in the woods. The whole so game? Like, yeah, the whole game. I like and that. like To me, that calls back to the first game that had like some horror-esque. I think the first one was the best... Out yeah. of the three, I don't know. I haven't turned to gameplay, but like the bosses, yeah. like Rom was the best boss of the three by far. From what I understand, well, it was Gears like... Three, the last boss was fucking annoying. I know like nothing the about Locust it. Queen. Yeah, she mm. was fucking yeah, yeah. I know I about just... some Easter eggs in uh, Gears of War with the chickens. And... Mm-hmm. You know about I've, yeah, I've seen yeah. Um, but from what I understand, like it started as more of like a horror franchise and switched into like this action adventure. Yeah, type did thing. Do that, yeah. So it's the Resident Evil syndrome, right? Resident Evil did the same thing. Well, Resident Evil... Well, so yeah. Resident Evil 5 and 6 shouldn't have been made. Yeah, I agree. Could end it on a high note with 4. Yeah. I mean, 6, they tried to... T- t- we're getting way off topic, but they tried to tie everything together with 6. We talked about this yeah. before, and it just... Yeah, just fucking piled their hands behind the You can play as Leon and Chris, and you can play as all the characters, and it's just not good. Alright. Yeah, but it looked good. And Yeah, uh, I dig it. And the graphics too are pretty good. Yeah, like the fate. Like I, I mean, Marcus's fate. Because like the guy in the beginning, like planting the tree, that's Marcus. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it was in engine or if it was just a CG trailer, but I want to say that yeah, I watched some some multiplayer gameplay and it looked. Like... You watch multiplayer gameplay? Yeah. Well, multiplayer is big in gears. Yeah. And I'm not. I like it for the single player, and I like the. I feel like the way it did like the third person arcade shooter in the cover system, like. Revolutionized might be a strong word, but like it's hard. At least it's hard yeah. not to say that like yeah, third-person shooters that have come out since then yeah. have not modeled heavily off of the cover. System. I always felt like um, the cover system in uh, Order eighteen eighty six was a lot like Gears. Yeah, well, that was it's, compared it looked to Gears a lot. A lot like yeah, yeah. So, but it looked good. So, yeah. and that will be a good thing for Microsoft. Yeah, it'll be big for October. Like, yeah, huge. I know there was some. Might have been on PS. I love you. One of the podcasts that like. So that Horizon might wait till November, like um, almost get out of the way of Gears of War, because like that could I could see that being like the big game of that month, you know, unless yeah. like a Call of Duty came out there. They're different platforms though, like they're different uh, exclusives. Excuse me. Well, COD versus Gears or Horizon? Versus no, Horizon Gears. versus Gears. But, well, I mean, if you want yeah. to look at strictly numbers, Gears would demolish it. Yeah. So. Hmm. That's your uh, that's your Xbox news for this week from the guys who don't know anything about Xbox. That's true. We were I want to get one. I we were avid Xbox gamers. I'm saying no. Yeah. Like, I have no ambition to get this game. I just think it looked really good. The Listen, trailer. I told you, the fucking, one of my most excited games, Quantum Break, came out. Did I write yet? Nope. Do I, my Xbox One, dude, has probably so much fucking dust on it. Just sitting at home. I didn't even bring it to college with me. Just sitting at home, probably about that much dust on top of it. Your mom uses it as a Netflix machine. She does. But it does have a lot of entertainment stuff. Mm. Yeah. Sports. And you know, that's fine. She can do whatever she wants with it. Okay. I want. I was just waiting if they announce if they announce like a slim at E three. I'll be yeah. like, okay, I'll buy that. Yeah, yeah. I was waiting till E three. That's my tactic. Yeah. Well, because um, I want one. I really do want. One. There's two 
Pattons, and this is oh, I heard about. I wasn't this even going to talk about this. I told yeah, them, you said yeah. you weren't going to bring. I don't want to talk so, about because there were other rumors. It's like again. I don't it's like more highly anymore. speculative than I want to go into. But there's like two patents with, yeah. and apparently one of them hints towards like a reef, like a new like Xbox, like a slim and then yeah. a new Xbox. Yeah. I don't want to talk about that right now. Speaking of trailers, Josh. We got a new trailer for a game that I uh, I know you're you're pretty excited for, Titanfall Two, which is coming to the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. It's good. It's a teaser trailer. It's a tail. It's a trailer for the trailer, probably, right? Yeah, it's a trailer for the reveal, which is uh, that Sunday of E3 that we were talking about at the beginning. Yeah. So, the original Titanfall was an Xbox One exclusive multiplayer. No PC. Oh. Microsoft exclusive multiplayer mech game by the makers of Call of Duty Four. Yeah, yeah, respawn, right? Yeah, and um, I know a lot of people did like it, and it was pretty popular. I personally don't like it at all, and there's a lot of people that didn't like it as well. I think it looked fun. It was not. It was fun for like ten minutes. It didn't. Ca- it didn't catch very long. It kind yeah. of waned. Pretty quickly after yeah. it came out, from what I understand. Um, which is a shame. There wasn't a single player campaign. There was like that much fucking story in it. Um, there was zero. There was zero single player, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they that, tried to work it into the little zero. Yeah, they tried to. Well, the, they tried was, like, a little fucking hole right here. They tried to put a little fucking deal in the game, but there's nothing. Like the multiplayer was the story kind of. Like they tried right. to yeah. add the little cutscenes before the match would start. Yeah, but this trailer came out for Titanfall Two, which is no longer an Xbox One exclusive. It's going to be cross-platform. And this is this has literally been confirmed since like Titanfall Two or Titanfall One came out. Yeah, yeah. Like Titanfall One came out, and they're like, yeah. By the way, Titanfall Two, it's coming out for all of them. Yeah, they already knew they um, made it. And the trailer, they were, like, yeah, they probably fucking knew it was. And I, and they even said they had. If you guys remember this, this is way back in the day. We actually covered this on the um, the podcast, uh, the first iteration of Have to Cast. Uh, they actually had Titanfall running on PS4s. Do you guys remember that that news broke? Yeah, when Titanfall came out, it sounds kind of familiar, actually. It was doing really bad, and they were like, "Yeah, we have it running on PS4. It's just we need, we just can't put it out because Microsoft has yeah, yeah. it." Yeah. Um, but the trailer gives us a little bit of a hint towards the new story at the end of it. The fucking like mech leg comes in, and then it, there's the, the title. sword, right? Yeah, oh, sword. yeah. Well, the, the the leg and the sword. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, and there's the, one of those drop pods. So we already got more of a story right off the bat, first yeah, of all. Yeah, there's, there's more story in this trailer than wasn't all Titanfall. <laughs> yeah. There's this narration that's pretty yeah. good, actually. The voice actor's pretty good. Yeah. Um, Oy it's, very, it's very important to note that we know a little bit about Titanfall 2's uh, content, if you will, or story. It's going to be like Space Wizards, which is kind of like Destiny a little bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. That uh, wizard came from the moon. Yeah, so... But... Dragons in space and like magic and. Let's just say this: I'm gonna need a lot to sell me on this game. I think it's gonna be bigoty base conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, like we, there's gonna be a single player campaign and everything now, and I'm sure multiplayer. It's still gonna be multiplayer heavy. But. You guys remember when we had the discussion about Destiny and we were talking about the concept art and how the game used to be completely different before it was what it was and it was like yeah. this medieval thing. That's what I think Titanfall Two is gonna be. It's this medieval space. That'd be slick. I can get on board with that. But like I said, I'm gonna need a lot. To, they're gonna need to come out with fucking throwing punches, knocking, fucking kicking ass and yeah. taking names, like to get me to buy this game. I think the sword was pretty sweet. Like 
That, that alludes to some cool gameplay possibilities. Ooh, you're right. I think that's why they I did didn't it. Think about that. That's yeah. why they did it because they were like. It was a jungle scene as well. I don't know if there's any yeah. jungle map. It was all well, just maps and. Uh, it was like pretty much all. And there was these little creatures yeah, okay. too, like a lot more like animals than there were. Yeah. I know there was dragons in the one map and yeah. playing fall flying around, but. So we'll see, but I just want to touch on it because it's going to be popular. Mm-hmm. I think. I think it had a lot of views. So mm-hmm. yeah, the little teaser. Yeah. Like I, I said, there's a lot of people liked it. Mm-hmm. Here's what triggers me. I'm fucking triggered, all right? It's called Titanfall 2, and if I get it on my PlayStation 4, I don't have a Titanfall 1 to go next to that, and that triggers me. Just buy it digitally, and you don't have... You don't, you don't need it on your shelf, and you don't... Still, it just it. triggers me. Like, Put it in the Photoshop, the cover art for Titanfall, the original one, right? Put the PS4 thing up top. Okay, just cover the Xbox and put piece. Print it out and put it in an empty case. I won't be able to play the actual game. Here's the thing. All right. I'm making a prediction. All right. If I'm right, we're going to call back to this when we report on it. Remember this. Titanfall 2, pre-order bonus, or special edition, or something, you're going to get Titanfall 1. <laughs> remastered. I couldn't hold my breath any longer. PlayStation 4. I don't think about I don't think they... They said they I, had it running already. Yeah, but I don't think they could really... Necessarily do that unless it was with the Xbox One, because of Microsoft. They might Microsoft probably has a shield on that. It came out for Xbox One. Why would they make a remastered version of it for Xbox One? I'm saying they might bundle it with it. Listen, dude. Okay, that's it. <laughs> All right. Depends what the licensing laws are. It's yeah. possible, but yeah. Mass Effect One wasn't that Microsoft published, but it ended up on mm. PS3 way later. Way later. Yeah. Who knows? There might be like a a. Uh, Except for esp- an expiration date. Yeah, yeah. On the fucking yeah. shell tracked. All right, <clears throat> we've gone to our next topic. Final Fantasy VII remake is now it's apparently not episodic. This comes from Yoshinori Katatsi. Um, he said that again, it's not going to be episodic because he said there was like some misconception or misunderstanding when they said that. He says it can be released like Final Fantasy thirteen. So you're going to get a Final Fantasy seven. You're going to get a Final Fantasy VII 2. You're going to get a Final Fantasy VII 3. Cool, dude. Listen, I could get real triggered, but I have nothing else to say about this, except now I'm definitely not getting it. You can get the full package in 2025. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Each game is going to be a full game. But here's where you're wrong. Not wrong, but here's where that's wrong. Each game... It's not each game. It's one fucking game. It's Final Fantasy VII. It's not... There isn't any other games in that game. It's a game. They're like... I heard they're like rewriting it. They're like changing everything. But people didn't want that, dude! I think their calculation is that people would buy it, whatever they did with it. All right. Listen. This topic is dismissed. Yeah, but listen. This could have been so cool, and it was when it was announced. And that fucking trailer was so cool. And now they're like, hey, Final Fantasy fans, fuck you, don't care anymore. Now we're going to release it as one of the worst Final Fantasy games. Like, release it like we did one of the worst Final Fantasy games. All right, next one, let's go. I'm done. I have nothing else to say. You just get 15. And last for a minute. Can you please move on? Yeah. All right. Everyone brace yourselves for impact. I threw this up here. It's not really video games, but it's related to a company that deals with video games, and I just, we had to talk about it. I couldn't let this pass up. This is a, a this is a podcast where we talk about games and other things that tickle our dills. This tickles our dills. It fucking tickles my dill nice and hard. Sony has an emoji movie coming out, and yes, it is real. 
I like your topic, the headline. Sony's Emoji Movie is a real thing. Sony Pictures Animation's Emoji Movie, which was announced last summer, if you remember, is still happening. It's written by Eric Siegel, who wrote Men at Work, and Anthony Leondis? Leondis? I don't know. Max Landis. Wrote Lilo and Stitch 2. If you remember, that was the worst of the Lilo and Stitch movies. I didn't even know they made. I didn't know they made a sequel at all. Yeah, they made the pink, the pink Lilo or the pink Stitch. The pink bitch. I didn't even see the first. One. What was? I'm gonna be honest. What was I didn't see it. What? No. What was Stitch's name? Bitch. No, his his code name. Six two six. What six two six? Fuck. Experiment six two six. Yeah, maybe. Well, it was like Experiment six two fucking seven, dude, and it was a pink one. Oh, you're right. You're right. And she was like, Very "I'm well. a pink Stitch." And it was bad. All right, ready? Okay, get ready for this. Get ready for this. The emoji film will center on quote industrious emojis end quote who live and work inside your phone in a secret world. Viewers will enter through the text app to discover the emoji's home, Emoji Valley. <laughs> As reported by the rap, the emojis will enter the home screen called the World of the Wallpaper to find the new massive worlds inside each individual app. Major music streaming service Spotify is the first smartphone app to be revealed as a film tie-in. What? Wait. And Sony's emoji project is expected to hit theaters in 2017. It's like food fight. <laughs> it's uh, it, it's like Wreck-It Ralph kind of where it's like yeah but it'll be bad <laughs> yeah Wreck-It Ralph I actually enjoyed it was Wreck-It Ralph was alright it was pretty good I know right. a lot of people liked it here's what I think about this you ready Sony's Emoji Movie is a real thing let's all fucking off ourselves now I want to die indie games that are good they spice up the gaming market you connect with it more you connect with developers more Indie games are nice, and I like to support small groups of people that are making games that they want to, telling stories that they want to. Indie games deserve some spotlight. Indie Intel is a series from Haptocast where we bring spotlight to indie games that we feel deserve some loving. The games look good, they're going to be slick, they might have come out, they might not have come out yet. Indie Intel. This week we're talking about Ghost Theory. Now this game looked fucking good so it's a horror game but it's different ghost theory is a takes does things <laughs> ghost theory is a serious take on paranormal research ghost theory is a single player ghost hunting adventure game for pc mac linux playstation 4 and xbox one focusing its gameplay on stealth and exploration intrigued by your supernatural talent of clairvoyance a struggling university department asks you to join their secret research team making you a front field operative in paranormal investigations using a wide range of ghost hunting gadgets and abilities you con you will conduct missions to investigate real haunted sites collect samples and gather evidence so each mission is an open-ended haunted ground, a playable sandbox with its own story waiting to be unearthed. The university is your home base where your work will be evaluated, your results assessed, and where you will be briefed for your next mission. So basically, you can like you're able to like go to like these different parts of the world and investigate like real paranormal stories, like they're real stories that happen in real life. Right. Okay. And cool. in the trailer, I'm on their Kickstarter page, which is it still going on? Is it still live? Yeah. I think it is. Yeah, because yeah. Um, 
they showed like this map of like these different places you're able to go. Now listen, we're fucking we're into paranormal shit. We're ghost cucks and it just it like it looks like a cliche like survival horror game, but it's not. They, yeah. You have like I think I get into it here. Well, it's not like the typical survival horror where you're either you know running with no weapons and you're just hiding from ghosts, and, or it's like it's not like the kind of survival horror game where you do have a gun or you know right. you are running from these things. You are. The Paranormal Investigator. Right. And I don't know if you're going to talk about this. Yeah, I'm about to get to it right yeah, now. Yeah, go ahead. So, it says on their Kickstarter, even though this is a horror game, don't expect ghosts to be jumping out at you from the darkness for no reason. In fact, most of them won't respond to your mere presence at all, unless you make them. It is your task to find out how, if you hope to meet your objectives. And it will also contain VR support with 5 Oculus and PSVR. So what he meant there, Stephen, is that's spicy. Yeah. Well, they, I was about to ask, like, yeah. is well, it like a top they said down, that like they said team bit? You know, no, it's like it three D first person. Or yeah, it looks it looks good. And they said that they were as they're building this game, they're building it with a VR in mind. Mm-hmm. But what this the, the part where it says don't expect the ghost to pop out of you that's what grabbed me the most and made me want to do this one is it's so different from the typical survival horror or just horror games in general where shit just pops out at you. It's your job. It's almost like a puzzle game where you have to figure out which tools to use in your repertoire of ghost hunting you know, tools. Which one do you need to use to make the ghost come out in the, in the specific case? Mm-hmm. So uh, they had a bunch of tools. Did you write any of them down? No. no, but there was like that black light. There was like this fucking... Like a lot of like cliche things, if you will, like in the paranormal investigation world. And yeah. there was like some other thing. There was like this... I can't remember what it was, but, like, remember, like, he had, like, the stone tied to the thing, mm-hmm. and there was, like, this thing. It was slick. Yeah, there's, like, all these different ways that you've seen in, like, movies and stuff like that, like, the different ways to summon ghosts. Mm-hmm. So, for example, like, this isn't in the movie, this isn't in the game, but, like, in movies, you'd see they like, the fucking big fucking doobie-looking thing, and it, like, smokes out the fucking area, you know what I mean? And it's, like, the sage. Yeah, the sage. Like, stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. stereotypical, like, this is to bring ghosts out type yeah. of, of shit. You know, but it's just so it's it's different and unique, which is why we brought it up. And it's it's a horror game, but it's not like a cliche horror game where it's just jump scare city. Yeah. So, and I appreciate that. Now it was on Kickstarter once before it failed, or they took it down for some reason, and it's back yeah. again for a lower price, mm-hmm. um, or a lower goal. So if you guys want to go check that check out the Kickstarter, give yeah. give them some money, drop them some, you know. Yeah. Last time, no. like they were asking for more last time. This is a little less. They had a decent amount of funding last time. It just mm-hmm. it didn't meet its goal. Um, but go check it out. I like literally it just started not that long ago. Um, the link will be in the description at the end of the, the Indian tell video separate from the podcast. Um, but give them some love. Mm-hmm. Sounds cool. Yeah. I'm excited for it. All right. Moving on to our next segment. GG. No Break it down. Illuminati confirmed. Last week we had a nice GG no read from Steven. It was uh, That's So Raven. Mm-hmm. Psychic special or yeah. Yeah. whatever it's called. Psychic on the scene. Yeah. Psychic on the scene. That's gone, right. gone psychic. Gone psychic. <laughs> do you guys have any GG no reads? I do. I have it. I wrote it down so I didn't forget. Monster Bag on Vita. Remember that game? Oh, yeah, that's a good game. That game is really good. It's fun. It's like one of those Vita games where you could like pop in for like a little bit and then pop out. And it was just it was like it was like a cute little unique game like it's like the silly story and I don't know. You were this monster bag 
like a book bag and the little girl was you were trying to like basically like get to the little girl the whole game like she keeps right. getting taken farther and farther away from you and you're like traversing through this like puzzle mm-hmm. why are you gg no reading this game this game was good because it was good but it's not something i'm ever gonna pop in mm-hmm. again uh, play again pop mm-hmm. into if you will i beat it i liked it I had a good story the ending was tough like you know how it was. Like, it's like a puzzle game almost. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a unique puzzle game. Yeah. But, I mean, GG Marie doesn't always have to be bad games. Yeah, like, we're not going to take our Vitas and smash it with a hammer or anything to no. Steven. We're not doing that ever again, probably. Yeah. I have no yeah. other game that I would do that with ever. I do. Watch Dogs, but I returned it. I'm going <laughs> to go buy it again and then smash the shit out of it and burn it. Fucking nuke the shit out of that game. All right. I don't know. Do you guys have any GG No Rees? No. No. Huh? Moving on to Unpopular opinion hey what's that button do i'll show you what the fuck that's how we end the show and uh let's just say this is a this is a nice one so steven josh is something he wants to show you all right i don't know if you guys have any unpopular opinions you want to get out of the way i know you share mine yeah i'm just gonna go with yours and steven i, I don't know if you're gonna share mine or not but and I want your honest opinion. Like, when you see it, you don't yeah. have to agree with us. Because uh, this is really on pop. Like, people were digging the title and the stuff that we're going to show you. About the new Spider-Man movie being titled Spider-Man Homecoming. Show <laughs> <laughs> the logo. This, so this actually sounds kind of familiar. Now that you say it, I didn't remember it, I guess, but... Just show the logo. So they had like this press event, right, with the new Spidey, right, and and uh, what's his face from Holland? Yeah, um, they showed the fucking the logo, very comic book esque. And if you look down at the bottom there, I'll pop it up right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So before I get into this, what do you think about the title and the logo? Um, I don't know. The logo looks kind of. Like, it'll be goofy. Um, Glad you said that. Home. I don't know what homecoming's supposed to mean. I feel like he. Obviously, he'll be in high school because that's yeah. how. Well, it'll be a lot of different things. Because this is. He's coming. Spider Man's coming home to the Marvel Universe, mm-hmm. if you will, from Sony, even though Sony's splitting you know, that weird deal yeah. with Marvel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I understand that. There's some meaning behind it that way. I mean, I'm sure it has to do something with the story. But you have anything else before we. Uh, delve into uh, the tagline, if you will, that they're using for the movie. No, I don't. Nothing All right. So, again, Sony made the announcement at um, CinemaCon uh, with new Spider-Man actor Tom Holland uh, joining Sony Pictures head uh, Tom Rothman on stage to reveal some new details on the film. <sighs> Tom Holland said, I'm Tom Holland and I'm your new Spider-Man. <laughs> Before explaining that Homecoming would focus on Peter Parker slash Spider-Man searching for his identity. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, we'll see what that means. Let's just say, listen, I just want to say, this cast is awful. Tom Holland? No. Zendaya from the Disney Channel is going to play, I think, black fucking bitch? I shouldn't say that because she's an African-American woman. That makes it sound bad. Black cat? That's who she's playing, I think. And not looking forward to that. Prepare your anus. (laughs) The tagline that they're using for the movie. Saving the world 
and getting your algebra homework done at the same time, end quote. <laughs> what have we become? I think they meant to um, have this as high school musical for us. I can't, like, I don't have anything else to say about it except for... <laughs> hey guys, sorry I'm late. Is that what he says? No, he says, hi everyone. In his fucking eyes. Hey everyone. <laughs> sorry I'm late, I was doing my homework. You know what this reminds me of, actually? It's not even an unpopular opinion, because I don't think... I think a lot of people view it as a popular one. About the fucking promposals. Have you seen this? Like, they do. It's these fucking little weenie high school kids. You don't. Like, do this big, like, gala of, like, going to prom. And, like, they roll out the red carpet and the whole nine yards and everything. And one of my former teachers shared it on Facebook. And, like, it was old, but he was, he was like, pretty much shitting on it. And I'm like, good. Because then, then I saw, like, someone else shared it as well, like, this other one. And, like, it was, like, this whole thing rolled out and all every all these kids were fucking recording. And the dumbest, yeah, prom stupidest thing is, I've ever fucking seen Yeah, is when you, you, you propose a prom date to somebody. Like, you're like, yeah. hey, you want to be my prom date? And they make these big spectacles of it where, like... Yeah, and that's fucking dumb. Yeah, like, it'll be like, hey, fucking... There's going to be a prom pose on this movie. <clears throat> they're like, hey, walk into my house... Oh, wait, there's rose petals all the way on the floor. Oh, they lead to my bed. Oh, on my bed it says prom with a question mark. Will you go to prom with me? And the girl's like, oh, my God, yeah. It's like you're proposing to someone as if you're getting married, but instead you're asking. That's going to be the whole movie. Yeah. Teen angst, the movie. All right, here's my take, my hot take, if you will. I think that this is like a Spider-Man movie if, like, Hillary Clinton wrote the movie. Like, you know, like, hello, fellow kids, like that kind of thing. Like like, a Steve Buscemi character. Well... There's a reason I brought that up. Okay. Steve Buscemi is rumored to be playing Uncle Ben. <laughs> I would see Marissa it Tomei. I would see it. Marissa Tomei is fucking Aunt May. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Marissa Aunt May. Steve Buscemi is not confirmed. I know, but... No, we've literally named everyone already. No, we just named everyone. And Michael Keaton is rumored to be the... Villain. He's in talks to be the villain. Please, Michael Keaton, don't do it. What if he was Vulture, dude? He would be. Birdman. Harvey Birdman. Listen, I'm sorry. People liked it, but listen, this is going in the wrong direction. I can already fucking picture now. Like, this is going to be so fucking quirky, bad, awful. Hello, fellow kids. Rip my eyes out, dude. This is his oh homecoming. Shit on me. I just, I, I won't stand for it. Who's writing or directing it? Do Not me. Know? That's Don't all know. I know, and it should be. Don't know. I hope. I kind of want to look it up. Go ahead. Go for it. Let me know if I'm interested, but. Stanley himself. I don't know. Hello, fellow kids. He would understand us more than uh, yeah. whoever's yeah. writing it. Also, look up that uh, Houston bag actor again. Because before we end today... Arnold... Uh, Arnold Palmer. Schwarzenegger. Arnold Anderson. Before we end today... Yeah. Arthur Anderson. Arthur. Uh, I said Arthur Anderson. Just want to send a big RIP out to Arthur Anderson, the voice of Houston bag from uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog. RIP. And didn't someone else pass away this week, too? Yeah, a bunch of people in Japan. There was a big earthquake. Oh, yeah, there was an earthquake. I thought it was going I don't know if anyone there. actually died. Who knows? I don't know yet either. There was one yesterday and there was one today. That was even worse. Oh, there's worse. two. Oh, it was shit. A shame. So, so um, this is a gaming podcast and Japan's pretty uh, big in the game industry, so yeah. we want to make sure we... All right, do you want to know uh, who the, what the director has his track record, dude? Yeah, well, who's the director's name? John Watts. Okay, what is he director? He's known for Cop Car, starring Kevin Bacon in 2015. 
And this movie called Clown in 2014 that came out. Do you guys ever see Clown? I'm sorry. It is that, dude. That movie was slick, dude. Was it? Why is he doing that? All right, I'm on board. Wait, he's the director? Yeah, now who's the writer? Who's writing the screenplay? John Francis Daly. Now this, well, this John Daly. Like, this guy's a young fe- young fellow. John Daly was the name of my multimedia teacher. <laughs> Known for Bones, which is a TV series. Yeah. Horrible Bosses. Funny. Waiting. Waiting. Hold on. Damn, this got shit. They know what they're doing. Why are they doing this? Maybe, Maybe they're gonna do it nice and good. Wait, what? Written by? It doesn't say it was written by him. I'm so confused. Maybe, oh, maybe he was an actor in it. Ah, uh, whatever. But listen, dude, Clown, that was a nice horror movie. I liked that movie a lot. Oh, was he an actor in The Bones as well? I don't even know how much this guy's written. Well, let me see his face. This he's in Bones. Yeah, he's a young fella. 30 years old. Yeah. Known for the incredible Burt Wonderstone. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, no. Burt? <coughs> I'm done, dude. Listen, that director knows what he's doing, though. That was Clown was a fucking nice film. I'm surprised. I just like here, like those short, like it looked like a horror movie. At least, like I wouldn't. I expect that to be a hit or miss. It's a very niche horror movie, dude. This is like too good. If it's if that's who they are, it's like two people that know what they're doing. What are you doing? Central crisis. Well, maybe it's gonna be good then. No. And where they can come home to my ass, because this movie's going to be bad. All right. The plot is unknown. Yeah, the plot is bad. That's what it is. That, they should edit it. IMDb, plot, bad, is what it should say. I was going to say, it already has. Listen, dude. Peter Parker and Zendaya from the Disney Channel, home. they come home to Brett's ass. <laughs> All right. Everyone, thank you so the much. The logo's bad. I'm a graphic designer. The logo looks poop, dude. Everyone... Thank you so much for watching. This has been Have to Cast episode. Uh, uh, what episode is this? 14? Fourteen. Um, if you guys like this video, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, share it with your friends. If you like it, someone else out there will like it as well. Uh, remember, we have E3 things. Stay tuned for that. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. And for Brett Roberts, I'm Josh Toll. This is Stephen Hebbish Street. We'll see you guys next time.